Whistle sounds just as the ball came out. Game over. Ireland hold on. Ireland beats South Africa in a tight, titanic clash of rugby titans at Stade de France. Well, we called it two heavyweight boxers going toe to toe. Came down to the last play. The last play, referee Ben O'Keefe first whistle. The ball was there, but hey, these things happen, but hey, what a match. This is what we expected. The two best teams in world rugby. What a physical, intense. That was intense. Intense. So many big performers, especially without the ball. The defending, highest order. Good luck, Kelly, coming up with the Take Charge player of the match. Honours, thanks to MG. Performance retold with MG4 Electric. Two tries, similar tries from both sides. And once more, a team unable to execute inside yeah. the 22. And just as the ball came out, it came out just as the whistle went. In fairness to Ben O'Keefe, it's come out on the other side of the ruck. He's on the blind side, so... He's unsighted. I'm sure South African rugby fans will, will handle oh, of course it with, they grace, will, yeah. with, with grace. You and always find something, Dan, when you lose. <laughs> you always find something. But, I mean, uh, South Africa's point of view, you know, they missed a few penalty kicks. They missed a few opportunities in the first half. I know the game changes if you get penalties and, and score tries. But they had their opportunities. Listen to this crowd. Pump that up, Robbie. Just pump that up. Fantastic atmosphere. It really has been. Start to France on the opening night will take some passing. It was truly extraordinary when France beat the All Blacks. Two neutral sides have been so well supported. Now, warm embrace, smiles from the two teams. Man, they've absolutely flogged each other for 80-odd minutes, Kelly. And it has ended with Ireland winning by just five points. Ireland 13, South Africa 8. Now after our quick post-match wrap, which we've just done, we'll head to the break thanks to Victor on Gas Bottle Swap. More to come on the post-game show thanks to Victor on Gas Bottle Swap. Easy, safe, quick and convenient. Stay with us. More analysis from Christian Cullen right after the short break. This is SCNZ. Pump up the sound. I think Johnny Sexton's speaking. He's the, he's the winning skipper. You know, we couldn't seem to get into any flow. Neither could they. Uh, it was just a real arm wrestle. And, uh, you know, to dog it out against a team like that, it's a testament to, to us and the management. Um, and fair play to South Africa. They, they make the game so tough to play. And uh, we're delighted to get the win. How did you go watching the last eight minutes from the bench? Yeah, not good. Uh, yeah, I was struggling towards the, the latter half. Uh, I haven't played too much rugby, but and it was a different pace of a game to the to the first two. But look, uh, we've got to go and enjoy this now. Uh, we still got a big game. We got two a week off now, and then a big game against Scotland to try and finish off the pool. Congratulations Thanks on the win. Much. Go enjoy. It. Thank you. Johnny Sexton very keen to get out. Johnny Sexton very keen to get out and go enjoy it because the roar. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, that can come through in our uh, effects, might when there's more interviews. We've just missed see Khaleesi Warren in the ad break. Gracious, very gracious in defeat as always. But it's a party atmosphere. There's just something different about this game. Kelly, here is the South African coach. 
No, listen, proper test match, like I said uh, before the game. I think both teams would learn a lot out of this game. You play the two best sides in the world, play against each other, which is a great test and preparation going forward. So much was made about the 7-1 split on the bench. Were you happy with how it went? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, again, it's team selection. We thought that gave us the best opportunity to be competitive tonight and to get us a victory. We didn't get the result, but we were competitive. What does the next week look like for you guys ahead of that Tonga game? Sorry? What does the next week look like for you guys? Well, uh, what's our next? What does the next week look like preparation-wise? Uh, no, listen, we, we've got an 8-8 turnaround for Tonga. Obviously, the pressure is on us now uh, to, to do well against Tonga and get a, a result there so we can get out of our pool. Uh, so, yeah, pressure is on us now. Bad luck today. Thank you. It's pretty loud. It's pretty loud inside start to France as the Irish players rocking out to Queen and sharing this moment with their fans. Really are soaking it in. Thoughts? Yes, Andy, who's texting on double eight double three. None other than the Pikokariki Express is right here with me. Christian Callan joining our commentary crew for Rugby World Cup 2023. Timing impeccable. Just like Cully hitting a backline, right? He's turned up for a Andy, cracking game. We'll get his thoughts in just a moment. Here's the Irish coach, Andy Farrell. Just how proud are you of that performance? Oh, yeah, unbelievably proud. I'm sure that the South African coaching staff are unbelievably proud of their side as well. You know, it was uh, it was some battle. Um, a tale of two halves. I thought we dominated field position in the first half. They certainly did in the second. And... Uh, you know, sometimes we was hanging on in there, but that's what it takes in big matches like this. So we're very pleased with the win, obviously. Just talk to us about the defence tonight. You must be really happy with what the boys showed out there. Well, yeah, Simon Easterby's got them whipped up into a frenzy. And I actually said to them at halftime, it looks like you're loving defending, you know. So um, when a side's in the groove like that, as far as the defence is concerned, it says everything about their attitude. I know it's early days, but a win over the, the reigning champions, does, does the side now dare to believe? Ah, uh, well, look, it's, it's, another, it's another game in our journey, isn't it? And uh, I think everyone can see that there's not much between the two sides. And um, we've got a game against Scotland, and that's our, that's our next focus, and we'll see where we'll take it from there. Well done. Go enjoy it. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Andy Farrell, Jacques Nien, Amber, before that... And Johnny Sexton, the voices you've heard in the last few minutes here on SCNZ at your home of Rugby World Cup 2023. Some brutish defending from both sides. Cully, this sums it up for me. Ireland got gain line success 40% of the time. So they only got over the gain line 40% of the time. South Africa only 50% of the time. They came forward and they were knocked back more often than not both sides by two great defensive teams. I mean, great games are built on, on defence, Dan. If you defend well, well it's got you the stop, and you stop teams, then you're going to win games. Let's pull down the highlights package that's been played on our world feed. Our apologies. Sorry, Kelly. Carry on. And you heard Sexton talk about it there. They dogged it out. That's the sort of game it was. Hey, it was entertaining. There was only two tries scored, one apiece, but it was entertaining. It was back and forth. We talked about heavyweight boxers just throwing punches and just absorbing the pressure. And in the end, it come down to Sarafka missed a couple of penalty kicks. Ireland got theirs. But that is test match rugby. comes down to fine moments. And what a game. It was just a different level of intensity. Wasn't well, it, it was, well, and well, it kind well, of worries well, us because yeah. that's, what we're gonna, <laughs> that's what we're going to face in the quarterfinal. I mean, we will face 
Ireland. So, I mean, I don't know how to feel about it. I wanted Ireland to win because I, you know, I was up in Munster and yeah. Ireland. I, you know, not know a few of the coaches and all that sort of stuff. So, but man, we've got some work to do before the quarterfinals. Absolutely. You are with our post-game show with Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Thanks for listening to our post-game uh, wrap. Uh, check out Suzuki's fully fitted offers, the ultimate outdoor motor. All right, let's uh, pick a path through this game. The opening half, I found quite fascinating here, Kelly. Um, Ireland start really well. Lots of, you know, Andy Farrell said they dominated field position. They might have, but it was an, an ebbing and flowing opening half. But that opening 10, 15 minutes, they had so much opportunity inside the opposition 22, but their line-out was dreadful, wasn't it? Yeah, well, and that would be something that they, they, they will look at. They sorted it out, uh, you know, after about 30-odd minutes, but... Yeah, if that's going to cost you in big games and you miss three or four lineouts, we always talk about set piece. You've got to get it right where this is a scrum or lineout because that's, you know, lineout ball's great to attack from. So, yep, Seraphica had it over the, over them in that department early on, but they sorted it out as great teams do. Um, and they they were put under pressure, and that's probably one of the reasons. We talk about the the, the hooker, but there's a lot of movement uh, moving pieces in a lineout as as we would know. <laughs> You know the lifter, the jumper, the timing, all that sort of stuff. So I'm sure they'll they'll sort that out when uh, when the crunch comes. Yeah, I, I think they failed to win six of their 18 lineouts, and I think it was four or five. So you're right that they got better, they made those adjustments. Testament to the quality side that they are, that they actually got 12 of 18 uh, towards the end. But they they dropped possession, uh, had turnovers inside the opposition 22. They, they, they could have jumped all over South Africa in the opening 15 sort of minutes. But guess what? South Africa come back, rip back into it and they too have Ireland you know, right on their heels, don't they? For, for, for a good stretch. And they too were just probably a little bit guilty of not being as clinical as, as we would expect from them. Yep. We talk about being ruthless in this uh, in this game and especially big games and when you get your opportunities you uh, you need to take them. And I thought South Africa you know, you after that 15, 20 minute 20 minute period had a lot of time down in the Irish half and just couldn't take their opportunities. I thought, uh, you know, Bundy Arkey made a massive, uh, you know, chop tackle on Delunde where they could have gone the behind ball and, and I think the outside uh, outsides would have been free, but they chose to do the front ball and chopped it down, saved the try there. And there's a few other opportunities that they um they didn't take, and that's uh, in the end that's uh, possibly what what cost them. But yep. South Africa started start to go a bit lateral at the back end of that second half, you know, and they were good when they were going forward and the big boys were going forward and their backs, I just thought, started to go a bit sideways. Yeah, yeah. Lost, yeah. lost their momentum. Yeah, sign that, how, how st- tough and stoic the Irish were in those close quarter stuff, uh, you know, that's a bit of a moral victory. Yep. You know, we saw South Africa in the opening play of the game try t- to catch them Um Quite narrow defensively, a big wide pass from Fuff to Clerk within 40 seconds. I think it was the first time they'd failed to get outside of their 22 with a clean exit at this tournament. Uh, you know, we saw some different looks from these uh, two sides, as you'd expect. A really gripping game. It's finished 13 points to eight. Right, let's just shout some awards. Now, the, the Fletcher Living try of the day was always going to be a tough one because I don't think many of us expected a flood of tries. No. Uh, we, we saw one on uh, either side of uh, the halfway. Uh, let's start off for the Irish. Uh, really nice end to the move. Uh, here's our first contender for the Fletcher Living try of the day. Slow recycle. They move it away. Low catch and pass to the right corner. They will score. Mac the knife Hanson runs around, scores. And Ireland have the first try and take the lead 
5-3, 33 minutes gone, kick to come. Yeah, kick back with Fletcher Living. This is Living. Kelly, I'm, I'm going to give it to Ireland. Yes. Not just for the play we've just heard, but what happened prior. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, if South Africa had a one, we would have gone there. I think I, <laughs> yeah. I, think I would have gone the other way. But, but because of that, uh, and that's Ireland. I, I remember them doing that against the All Blacks in New Zealand when they were here. Just the clinical nature of everybody throughout the team from 1 to 15, the behind balls. I thought they could have scored that earlier when um, Sexton went. Dummied, yes. He, he could have given it, but he dummied. And, man, he almost did go through under the post. But the beauty about that is they just were patient and recycled and went again. And Mac, uh, Mac Henson his, held his whip, and in the end, it was, it was a walk-in. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a team try. Uh, How many Mac, phases? Mac, How many phases? Yeah, well, yeah, it was, it was a great build-up. And now we talk about that. You've got to be patient and, and not throw that offload, and maybe that's probably why um, Sexton is so good. He could have thrown it. There was a guy possibly that could have knocked it down, but he no, boom, rang, uh, go forward, reset, re-go. And, and in the end, it was actually quite an easy try. Yeah, lovely catch and pass and one movement yep. from James Lowe, the last pass, uh, and Hanson. Mac Hanson, the man born in Canberra, who uh, was an Irish mother, went over for his ninth test try uh, to put uh, Ireland in front for the first time in the game, wasn't it? That try coming after 33 minutes. Uh, that is our Fletcher living try of the day. You're listening to our post-game wrap after Ireland have beaten South Africa by 13 points to eight. <laughs> uh, le- toughest of the day. This is a tough one to give away, Kelly. Someone or something uh, really put their heart out there today. Um, and the toughest of the day, thanks to Harjacker, workwear for a new breed of legends. I've have. got one here. Really? You do? I have, yeah. We talk about the 7-1 split and yeah. the new, pretty much new form. Well, here he is. He's <laughs> just popped, popped up on screen. Well, this guy here, Andrew Paul, the number one, beautiful haircut, you know, blood ears, you know. Mullet. Cauliflower ears. It's just beautiful. But he, 74 minutes he played, you know, and having to take on that new four-pack pretty much from South Africa that came on, the 7-1 split was all talked about. And I thought, man, when are they going to change these front rowers for, uh, for Ireland? But he went 74 minutes. And a pretty good 74 minutes. And I just love this. He's walked into the mix zone to do his interview and then just walked off. And then they've, brought, they've had to bring out Jack Crowley. He doesn't need to say anything. They don't need him. He's like, He's did, did you not see what I did on the field? Andrew Porter. Right. He was everywhere. There was a stretch. It might have been leading up to the try. He was playing first receiver about three or four times. But you rightly pointed out that they back him to catch and pass. Um, he shifted it a couple of times. He took it into contact. Uh, and that's a confidence thing, Dan. I mean... When you do it and you train it and you're, you're confident in your, your abilities, you know you know some big, big fellas and props don't want to be the guy that catches no. the ball at first receive or be, be that guy. But it just seems like these guys, it's not a worry to them. They, they, back, they back their skill set. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was very good today. Well, for a front row, I don't usually you know, call out front rows, but he was very good for 74 minutes. That's incredible when you think about it. 74 minutes, the man from Leinster. Uh, who's elusive these days, was a tight head for a long, long time. Um, and I'm guessing maybe at school played a little bit of out half, uh, fly half, first five in New Zealand parlance if you want. But uh, he is our toughest of the day, thanks to Harjacker, workwear for a new breed of legends. Uh, Ireland have beaten South Africa by 13 points to eight. We will take a short break. On the other side, our post-game show with Suzuki, the ultimate outboard, continues. Stay with us. More from Christian Callan shortly.
Ireland have beaten South Africa by 13 points to 8. South Africa opening the scoring in the 6 minutes, uh, thanks to Lebok with a penalty. But then it was uh, the right winger Hansen going over after a long period of attack in the 33rd minute, putting Ireland in front. Uh, Cheslin Colby scored a, a similar try, a different side of the field on the left flank for South Africa. But again, uh, lovely uh, work by South Africa as they shifted the ball from under the post out to the left flank and uh, Colby strolled over. And made it South Africa back in front, eight points to seven with 30 minutes to play. But uh, South Africa unable to add to their tally. They had a number of penalty attempts, shots at goal, some long-range attempts by Fuff de Klerk on the halfway line. He missed, Lebok missed a handy conversion uh, of that Colby try, which would have made it uh, 10 points to seven and could have been uh, quite uh, decisive. Uh, he also missed a penalty uh, from, what, 40 metres out and 15 in from the left-hand side. And that's going to be a talking point for sure. Crawley made it 13-8 very late on, I think in about the 76 minutes, so that was uh, the action as far as scoring. Christian Cullen, former All Black Raiders, with me in our commentary booth here at SENZ. Let's get to uh, the Farmside Great Moment. Time now for the Farmside Great Moment, brought to you by Farmside Mobile and Broadband. All right, my friend, what sticks out? Uh, you know, I'd love to give it to our mate Andrew Porter, but... Um, <laughs> I thought Bundy Arke, I think we called it during the game, like career best form. I, I don't know how long he's been. It seems like the last year or two since I've been watching him. He's been amazing. I think tonight he made one crucial tackle against Orlando yes. to stop the try. He made that uh, the massive break through the South African midfield. Which yeah, was from his own 22. From his own 22, yeah. which obviously um, puts pressure on them. But, you know, just his passing game, his, his defence was sound. Um, so he's, and I think they gave him player of the day at the stadium as well. So he's, um, he was pretty good tonight. He's going to be a force when we play again, when the All Blacks power gets them, how do you stop these guys? Yeah. So he, he not only takes the Farmside Great Moments, brought to you by Farmside, enjoy one bill with Farmside Great Moment Broadband and Mobile. Uh, it's that breakout from his own 22 metre line. South Africa, we'll give you context, as Kelly described in our, in our commentary. They'd had 10, 15 minutes of dominance, South Africa, and South Af and it looked like Ireland were about to break. They get a scrum, and it's just, it's, it's an untidy scrum, isn't it? It's popped yep. out, and it's just given to him. Uh, and Bundy Arke, who's whose footwork, I think, is really underrated. Yeah, he's a powerhouse. He's over 100 kegs. He gets you on the front foot, and in his 50th uh, test, a sliced them open, makes a break up towards the uh, the other 22-metre line, and uh, lo and behold, um, Ireland get into their work, start their face play, and then ultimately a couple of minutes later leads to the first try, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, our uh, Farmside great moment brought to you by Farmside Mobile, Mobile rather, and Broadband. To the take charge player of the match, I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to repeat ourselves here. Yeah. Uh, let's get to our Take Charge Player of the Match with MG. MG4, electric quality and performance with a seven-year warranty. Am I wrong, Christian Cullen, if I am to guess what you are thinking? Are you thinking now the 50-test veteran for Ireland in, in Bundy Arke, or is there someone else in mind? <laughs> well, I'd love to have two of them, my two guys that yeah. I've already said today. Can we join them up? Okay. It'd be quite a good mix. You could go B Bundy Porter. <laughs> <laughs> What about oh. Andrew Arkey? Yeah. Andrew Arkey's got <laughs> yeah. a lovely ring to it. Yeah. I just think both of them, I mean, hey, you, you need your forwards to rumble and, uh, yeah. and dominate and do their thing, and then you, and you need the back. So a combination of both. I thought both of those guys. So if you had a trophy and you could split it in half, I think Porter and Arkey were 
were my two players of the day. I, I don't know if I could give it to one or the other. Oh, I think you can. Okay. So, okay, we'll, we'll give it to both. Give it to we're both. We're going to give it to both. I like that. For different reasons. It yes. was a game of such fine margins that required, um, you know, performances right across the park. And I think you've, you've mentioned it four or five times already. Um, it's probably worth mentioning again. 74 minutes yeah, quarter yeah. played. And I think when you listen to Johnny Sexton talk after the game, he said even he was tired. He was struggling at the back end of that mm. game because it was a different pace game. It wasn't what they were used to. So even though there wasn't a lot of tries and, and whatever, there was a lot a lot of going on defensively. Obviously, that takes it out of you. So for him to go, or Porter, for Andrew Porter to go 74 minutes against mm. a fresh second-half Springbok forward pack was... Uh, Mate, I thought that was a, a great effort. And yeah. Arkey is Arkey. He just, uh, 50th test, what a way to celebrate it. Yeah, he's just, just such a well-rounded footballer, isn't he? Uh, you know, four tries at this tournament already. He had 375 metres uh, run from the first two games. I think he's a, you know, the length of a straight ahead of anyone on, on that front. And, and what a release, a pressure release it is to, to have a 12. New Zealand had it with Ma'anonu yeah, for did. so long. We, we were so blessed in that. Yep. In modern-day rugby, having someone just outside year first five, it's huge. And that break he made was a classic because, as we said, the, the scrum was reasonably messy. The ball at the back of the scrum was messy. The The delivery was, wasn't was on point at all. And, OK, let's give it to Bundy. We just need to go forward here. And he's and he's broken through the Lunday and Creel. I mean, they're not... They're not, <laughs> they're not mugs. Well, they're not weak defenders, and he's gone through two of the biggest guys in their backline. So, I mean, that's that's telling you something. So to have a guy like that in your backline when you're under the pump to, to give you a bit of go forward is, uh you can't beat that. Yeah, I like this shout. So we're giving it to two players, our take charge player of the match with MG. MG4, electric quality and performance with a seven-year warranty. Andrew Porter, the number one for Ireland, and also Bundy R. Key. All right, before we wrap things up here, uh, Kelly, both these two sides, we, we said it in commentary, we don't need to labour the point anymore. They're going to take, take some stopping knockout rugby. Um, absolutely. How do you feel about Ireland and the All Blacks? Is it now, it's starting to crystallise, metastasise. It looks like it's, it's what's approaching. Well, for us sitting here watching, we go, yeah, okay. <laughs> At least the one good thing is, you know, one, this is the intensity physical stuff we need to get to. And we I don't think the All Blacks have been there yet, so they know what's coming. It's going to be hard to get that against Italy. It's hard to get that against those other games. So they know what's coming. It's easy for us. We, we can sit here, we don't have to run onto the field, but they, they have to go out in front. So am I happy? Well, you have to face one of those teams at some stage, whether it's a quarter, semi or final. So, But it's going to be... Th- for the All Blacks, three massive games if they make the final. It is is there an advantage to taking on Ireland in the quarterfinal, knowing Ireland's record? Well, maybe like, like, it stands like, out like, like a sore thumb. Like if they play us in a final, yeah, you know, in a lot of ways they've they've got less to lose, I guess. You know, quarterfinal exits in 87, 91, 95. They made the quarterfinal playoff. Remember those things in 1999? They made, they made the quarterfinals in 2003. They were eliminated at the, at the pool stage in 2007. And then three more straight quarterfinal defeats, including a hiding at the hand of the All Blacks four years ago. Well, well World Cups are hard to win, right? World yeah. Cups are hard to get through semis because you have the best teams in the world there. I think they would have put a black vivid through that thing that you're looking at there. Yeah. I mean, because it stood out like a sore thumb to me. Yeah. Quarterfinal, quarterfinal, quarterfinal. No, nothing gone. But, 
they've won what twenty five of the last twenty seven games or whatever. Something like that. Something like, so I think sixteen that, wins in a row now. I think that is that's got nothing. That there will be nothing to them. I don't think they're history breakers. They already know the history breakers. Absolutely. Come to New Zealand. Have they ever beat the All Blacks? Seriously. I mean, I don't think it matters to them. They they are a seriously good side. Great working with you, Kelly. Can't wait for uh, our. Uh, commentary to continue with your dulcet tones ringing through our ears, offering great uh, insights. Um, one more question for you tomorrow as we get to our Rugby World Cup schedule. As we look ahead, Rugby World Cup schedule 2023. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Tomorrow you've got, as he hurriedly opens up his screen, uh, Scotland up against Tonga. That's a game with uh, lots of jeopardy for both those two sides. Uh, both have lost at this tournament, of course, um, but Wales against Australia. We've got full commentary right here. Eight o'clock kickoff. I think Scotty Stevenson and Steve Devine have the call for that one. Wales, so, I thought, efficient um, and, you know, hardened to, to hold on against Fiji in that really gripping encounter. They, they were really clinical, Wales, in the opportunities they took. Uh, but Australia just looked like a sorry mess, yes. don't they? Yeah. Well, I haven't watched a lot of Wales, but... I watched Fiji against Australia. Australia. So for Wales to, to knock over Fiji, I thought Fiji is a really good, really side. good side. So I thought, Wales, you've got a bit of mongrel, a bit of dog, a bit of fight about you. Uh, and as we said before, Australia are in all sorts. They are in all sorts. So no experience, young players taken to a World Cup. We all know the story. We all know the headlines. Eddie Jones is under some pressure. So I, I can't see them winning it, to be fair. I think I think Wales will um will take him, and, and Aussie might not get through. Yeah, fear the wounded wallaby. I, I, I'm oh. not sure. I, I I believe that this time around, for the reasons you just pointed, that's so green. Yep, it's so green. I know you wonder what how much belief yep. there is in that actual room. And you talk about the current. Some of the um, ex players are talking about that. You know, yeah, okay, it's a young side, great for the next World Cup, but we're not at the next World Cup. We're at this World yeah. Cup. So, oh yeah, I just think they're under the pump. And uh, when you're under pressure and you're a young fella, uh, if you're experienced, you can take some of that pressure. But I think um, yeah, some of these young, the blowtorch will be going on them. Thoughts of Christian Cullen. Great to have you part of our commentary team this morning at Cali. That was our look at the World Cup schedule. Thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. It has ended in our feature game today. Ireland 13, South Africa 8. Ireland topped the pool with, uh, well, they had maximum points after two games. That will see them go to 14 points. Uh, South Africa trailed them on 10 points. Scotland, Tonga, Romania yet to register a point. Uh, so it looks, um, well, it looks like Scotland will need a miracle from here on in. Uh, they, of course, can control their destiny if they pick up uh, a big five-pointer against Tonga tomorrow. Tonga will be thinking the same. Uh, and, of course, Scotland still yet to play Ireland. So, Paul B not yet decided, but it does look like the All Blacks firmly on a collision course with Ireland for the quarter final. Stay with us here on SENZ. We'll continue to bring you all the big games, including tomorrow morning. I'll reiterate, 8 a.m. kickoff. It is Wales up against Australia in Paul C. Wales on 10 points, Fiji 6, Australia on 6, Australia have already lost of course, Georgia and Portugal drew 18 all today so that pool is just fascinating. On behalf of Christian Cullen, my name's Daniel McCarty, big thanks to Robbie, we'll catch you next time.